Russell Howard. Russell Howard. Russell Howard on six. This is, of course, pre-record. No, yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. We're joking, of course. It's Do you not. know they'll have never heard the actual no because we had to edit out all yeah. of it. Don't play that anymore. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Okay, well, don't leave it up there. Then it was decided for the quiz that the <laughs> last two words were unnecessary for a Sunday morning. Is that right? And poor old producer Adam had to edit out oh, every no. time we pressed no. I thought it was going to be a lovely callback for all the listeners. <laughs> yeah. but they're just it was just an exciting sneak behind the scenes yeah, for them. Yeah, yeah. To a world they've never seen before. Or maybe they just thought, "What's going on? Some old lady." Yeah. Is uh, patrolling six music and she's shouting at them. As no. for the first one that went correct, well done you, you. Oh, that got cut as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm not. A pre- so this thing that says rimmed. I'm not allowed to press, that's not allowed to get pressed. Don't leave these things up. Hello, well, I hope you're very well indeed. Uh, on this, this the first Sunday of the Russell Howard and John Richardson show. Um, it says here, right? Um, we've got like, there's all, normally this fact sheet for things that are going to occur uh, on Six Music throughout the day, and it says 10 a.m. Russell Howard, Russell and John return after the Christmas and New Year break, no doubt full of stories of travel and excess. Well, you've travelled, yeah. So what have you been up to? Well, <laughs> I just engaged with in excess. Uh, That'd be a, an interesting proposition. Although there wasn't that thing on telly a little while ago. Was it? There in was excess? a thing on telly a little while ago. But in excess, we're looking for a new frontman. Yes, Is that right? Were. Yeah. Did, did you, you uh, you have a bang on that? Um, I didn't hear about it, but had I heard about it... That'd be funny. Get your lighters up! Two, three, <laughs> four. That'd be fun. If you could be in any band, was, was, well, actually, that's quite a nice way of starting. Yeah. Text us in 6 Since we're live again and we can interact and yeah. all that. 640... Uh, God, what's the text again? 64046. Email russell.sixmusic at... Sixmusic. No. No. .bbc.co.uk. Oh, bbc. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> Say that again nice and kind of... Email russell.sixmusic at bbc.co.uk or text 64046. I couldn't really concentrate then because I was rubbing a magical elf, um, which is uh, some chocolate we've been sent in. We've from, been sent in lots yeah. of lovely presents. This is from uh, Claire in Brighton, who uh, did a really lovely thing. She sent us in a... Um, guy sounded like a really cheesy... She did a really lovely thing. But she sent us these really cool little badges that say love to your mothers on. Um, Claire and Brighton, you could probably flog them. You know, that's quite a good way of... Merch. I don't, I don't know where you could sell them. Yeah, but outside, like, mine and John's gigs, that'd be fun, wouldn't it? Yeah. I haven't got one for about three weeks. Nor have I. So just hold on to them for a while. <laughs> um, but in the meantime, you know. But uh, she says, a little gift for you so you can spread the word. Wishing you the most Christmassy of Christmases. Thanks very much. That's Claire in Brighton. Also, I got a T-shirt from... Uh, Lisa, Lisa in, in Boston. Boston. Which is a brilliant T-shirt and actually fits. Uh, it says, Rufus Wainwright, release the stars. She ordered it from America. She did. And what did you get? I got a bottle of vodka. There you go. Rose vodka. So that went down very well And indeed. we'll be playing a request for Lisa later on in the show. We will indeed. And, and Helen in Brighton sent me in a penis-shaped egg fryer. She did, yeah. What's that about? Um, it's about some stuff I used to do, but, you know, penises and eggs. Interesting. And the links between the two. Has this got any uh, link to the uh, In Excess debut that you did? <laughs> Not yet, but I can That'd work be great, it in. wouldn't it? Welcome to In Excess with the new frontman. Now, have you had your tea? <laughs> because did you see the buffet? <laughs> They don't do that, do they? they? Maybe that's a combination. Rock and buffet. Yeah. Finger foods and, uh, you know, a bit of funk. Imagine rock. That. Finger foods and rock, yeah. Rock and rock. And just people, like, sort of rocking their heads and eating a scotch egg. What a lovely experience that would be. No one likes scotch eggs. That's not true. I like it. Well, I like a savoury egg more than I do a scotch. My nan hates scotch eggs. Well, your nan. <laughs> Does she? Yeah, and pickled eggs. Well, how do you feel about pickled eggs? 
Well, I thought you were doing an imp- you were going to do a little link to the way your nan feels about them. No, uh, like your nan go. Ask me how I feel about pickled eggs. She hates them. I always joke when I go to the shop to get her if I go and get her a Turkish delight or something. I always come back and say, I "Didn't have any, so I just got you a, a jar of pickled eggs." She goes, "Oh no!" Is that an ocean? And then she's sick all over herself, and we have a right laugh. Where's she from? Um, oh, she's been all over my nan. Ooh. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> oh, we'll edit that out and have it as a soundbite for next week. <laughs> Well, we won't, will we? Um, do you want to tell him why? Uh, we will. Oh. Don't do this now. <laughs> We've had an voice? email in from Miranda... Do it that star. Do it like on a radio. <laughs> Miranda Lee Richards. Hello, Russell. I heard you giving my song Lifeboat a few spins on your show. Just wanted to say thank you, Miranda. <laughs> she hasn't put that on the end. She has. A few spins, eh? And there's an email in here from Gary Coldplay. Oh, really? <laughs> Hit me. I heard you playing our songs on the radio. No props. Cheers, mate. We'll probably get to any well in from Bill Withers in a minute. So <laughs> shout out to John. <laughs> we haven't played any Bill Withers. Well, we should do because I tell you, he's a huge fan <laughs> of Bill Withers. That's your tape. Massive fan. We spent the day when we were supposed to be uh, writing our film, which we did do in the end. Well, we didn't. We started it. writing a film. We started writing a we? film. Me Look and out for that. Yeah, in movie theatres, December 2012. Yeah, yeah, but, well, 2012 is going to be our year. Forget about the Olympics. <laughs> um, it's going to be, we're going to have a really... We're going to win the Olympics. That's just going to kick it all off. That's gonna we're going to win the relay on our own. Yeah. I'll run the first hundred, give it to you, quickly run the other hundred, faster yeah. than you, ready to receive, if you'll pardon the expression, right. and then you... Oh, we'll clone ourselves or something. Oh, no, well, let's do it like the Capri's uh, caramel advert with the, you know, that sexy, oh, yeah. sexy bunny. Take it easy, America. <laughs> what? You can dress up all sexy like the bunny and slow down that. on the US team. Oh, I wonder why if that's... Why run so fast? Yeah, exactly. But why talk like that? What's that? <laughs> that's how the bunny talked, wasn't it? Hey there. It was more like that. Oh, that was quite... Was she British? I, I don't know. You know the Capri, the sexy Capri's bunny from the... Have a uh, cap- was yeah. Capri's camera, wasn't she was it? English. She, was she? Be, she was definitely English. Yes, I never think she was from Surrey. Yeah, absolutely no way that I'd go downstairs for a yank. That works on two levels. What <laughs> a result! That's, a, that's great when that happens, isn't it? A double whammy. Any other? Any texts that are in? Oh, I just realised we got an email in at ten past three this morning. Really? I'm not going to read it though. Okay, okay. Um, someone who came to see me in London and I wasn't there. Oh, is that uh, the Kojo one? Um, hello boys, thank goodness it's Sunday, mm. because I've had the most boringest week. Boringest. God, I was driving in this morning listening to Five Live, like what I do. The grammar this morning's terrible, because there's a story in the news about policing at football games that involves the pluralisation of the word stadium. Yeah. And proper BBC newsreaders saying stadiums instead of stadia. Yeah. Every time, it's really getting on my nerves. And then someone used my least favourite word in the history of language. Wangle. Which is, Incentivize. Incentivize. What a disgusting, ugly, horrible word incentivize is. And I discovered, thanks to Countdown the other day, that ideate is a word. Uh To have an idea is to ideate. Do you know that the the America... Do you read about this? The the American Dialect uh, Organization or something like that, every year they have a big meeting. The ADA? Yeah, yeah, and they have a big meeting and they say what word is going to become a word. They call it a meet. Yeah, yeah, we call it a meet, right? And the word that made it this year was the word subprime. How rubbish is that? But it's been used a lot in banking, apparently. Mm. So subprime is now a word. But one of the other words was really cool. Um, but uh, I've forgotten it. 
So that is <laughs> make a it up. Dull anecdote. A flaggle blaggle. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Flaggle blaggle didn't make its way in, didn't it? No. We stopped the flaggle blaggle. We, we tied with flaggle blaggle, <laughs> and let me tell you, he didn't like that. <laughs> It'd be great to be a really camp American, wouldn't it? Um, okay. <laughs> for, for a bit. Yeah. How, just... how long are you looking at this as a career plan? Oh, I was doing that um, with my girlfriend in New York, just wondering, uh, let's go down the 14th Street. That Tony was, Law. Yeah, and she was kind of going, stop talking like that. I can. It's this lift. It gets me off. Talk, they talk to you in lifts in America. That's what's freaky. Do you know what I mean? You get into a lift. What floor, buddy? Um, uh, oh, just the uh, ground is fine. Happy holidays. Yeah, yeah. Just become a starring wreck. Brilliant people. New York's fantastic. That was the uh, the travel that uh, was on the fact sheet earlier. We're supposed yeah. to be chatting about our d- tales. Well, you chat about your travel. Tell one New York anecdote I in met, a New York minute. Okay, I met a really charming homeless man. Um, who, oh, not about hobos. It's the New Year, man. People don't want to hear about you hoboing it around the world. Oh, You're obsessed with hobos. I'm not. I just I met him. every anecdote you tell is about hobos. No, at the it wasn't. I met him in a uh, in Central Park, and he went, "Hey, buddy, you want to buy a map?" And I was like, um, yeah, all right. And he went, where are you from? And I said, I'm from England. And he said, well, then I owe you a handshake. And I thought, this guy's pretty cool. He should come and do stand-up in England. <laughs> He's riff it. And then he went, where are you from? And I went, I'm from Bristol. You probably don't, uh, haven't heard of it. And he went, as in Bristol cream? Oh, I've heard of Bristol. And then I thought, well, you'd love this guy. You were like, very good. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, it's Bristol cream. What do you have that with? Cheese and biscuits. And then it all got very weird. And then he suddenly went, I had someone at Bristol cream yesterday because um, she took the dog, man. She took the goddamn dog. And then it all got a bit weird and we had to move on. And what did you say? She never. <laughs> I didn't. No, I didn't at all. I lost a dog once. <laughs> It wasn't my dog, and I didn't lose it. I, I just saw it, but it was sad. <laughs> it was in the park, and one minute is there. Next minute, gone, gone. Like Kaiser. St- oh, don't even. I'm doing impressions of you doing impressions of me. <laughs> I had some cream. Just not crystal cream, just uh, clotted cream. It was nice, though. Adam discovered a turd and uh, <laughs> thought... I didn't uh, discover it. It wasn't like his... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, have his white lab coat on. I have made a discovery. Oh, God, he's lost it again. I call it turd. Look, if you will. Um, no, Adam, the well, you can retell the story or I can tell my version of it. My version has you prowling around <laughs> looking for turds on, on all fours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this way, follow, follow. No, but Adam was uh, looking after your uh, nephew. Nephew. Um, and uh, the nephew discovered uh, what Adam thought was a plastic turd so he kind of giggled merrily to himself or went oh he's, his dad's obviously got a plastic turd very funny and then two appeared in quick succession and he realized there'd been a problem and how do you respond um i picked him up and, scre- and screamed help <laughs> there you go that's Carried the way downstairs and gave him to his mum there you go well you're you're not really needed as an uncle until he gets to about 15 and then he needs booze and then that's where you come in and football and football yeah that's it oh that's gonna be so exciting Greetings. See, we, we were watching You've Been Framed yesterday, and you can't help but get really excited when you see the kids, because you think, I'll have a kid one day, and I'll be able to sort of see all these cool things. Unless, of course, you're this beast over here. No need! No need! <laughs> Is she fat? Uh, 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 have they fallen over? No. No need. Cute little baby yesterday, right? Doing Baby's the- doing funny stuff. He's fine, but baby. it's not an excuse to just put them on just because they're babies. Oh, that, that one bit when, when the baby was saying happy, and the mum was doing the... Wah! 
happy. Clearly fixed for a start. Doesn't matter. It's when it's that lovely, it's fine. It wasn't lovely. It was rubbish. Just a baby talking. Oh, it was lovely. I wanted to tune in to watch a baby talk. The ninja baby was one. Was ninja the, baby was funny. That was the best thing in it. That was good. Did you see that? It was brilliant. There's this really chubby kid. really cute as hell. And I don't know how they managed to do it, but there's a noise in the background that goes, Wah! and the baby scrunches its face up to do a little kind of ninja kind of cross hand. What? Ninja Baby was good. Snot Baby was just a oh, disgrace. Yeah, so we see, right, someone has their head smashed against a bloody brick and then a dog, you know, hits them <laughs> with a hammer. Yeah, and you're he's, laughing just saying it. What, yeah, if that had happened, that would have been funny. <laughs> I'll tell you what is good. Um, um, I was around John yesterday. We had a, uh, we're having a, you know, uh, a fun day. We had two meals. A meat. We had lots of meat. We, we did- had two meals, two sets of washing up. We did lots of... Probably sl- split those, wouldn't you? That's Whoever did the cooking probably <laughs> didn't do the washing up. Didn't they? Didn't they? Or did they? Or did No, they did. I they did, bu- I remember now. I was busy doing Google searches, and uh, what was very He funny, was furious. <laughs> I, did, uh, I did a Google search, and he kind of got really huffy and was kind of, oh, what are you looking at? And, and then said, is that the first time you've ever looked for that? And I went, yeah, it is actually, as a matter of fact. And then you joined me, and you were enjoying yourself, weren't you? When I'm doing the washing up from a lovely tuna and lime salad that I've just made, I don't come back in to find you on my computer searching for cats wearing shades. Brilliant. Really funny. Do I say? Cats wearing shades, really? Have we got nothing else to do? You're a fool, John. It was dogs in shades. Well, you know, I wouldn't look for cats. I'm not a weirdo. Uh, And then you searched for rabbits wearing shades. Because I saw it over Christmas. There was a rabbit in a bath wearing shades. They had it on the news. And I laughed at it for a full 30 seconds. In Spain? Nope. This was in England. Right. Clive Anderson was doing a news bloopers. You know that. And another thing, you know, they do the quirk. Oh, when they just go, here's a rabbit in the bath with sunglasses. And it was. Not as funny as just watching a baby talk. It was still good. It was a cute baby. Rubbish. (laughs) Well, there you go. Um, We had a few band things. We were talking earlier, if you could be in any band, what band would you be in? This is from Karen. She says, good morning, boys. Welcome back. Thanks very much. I would be a member of Westlife purely so I could... I could uh, then make them so catastrophically bad that boy bands would n- would forever be taboo and never show their smug. Look how attractive I am faces again. Failing that, the Smiths. Love to your mothers, Karen. Um, Hannah from Lincoln says she'd like to be in McFly, just because they're rather awesome. So two very different uh, scales of the Russell Howard and John Rich- Richardson listenership. Although I watched um, Most Haunted with McFly over Christmas. Incredible. They came round your house? They didn't, know. Um, they just won't return my calls. <laughs> Have you ever seen that Most Haunted? Complete rubbish. They they literally turn off all the lights, they go to some creepy castle, and they obviously have some kind of extra, whatever, throwing stones around, and then you get to see celebrities with torches up to their faces going, ah, screaming and swearing. Good telly, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, when you're kind of watching it, and you think, I shouldn't really be watching it, it's funny, though. That guy I listened to, that angry camp guy on radio <coughs> this morning, went, oh, it's January the 6th already. Oh! What a ridiculous thing to say. What an idiot. Where's the time going? Oh, my God, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I'm guessing those five (gasps) days have just gone. Yeah, it was 2007 yesterday. I know. Well, yeah, it pretty much was, (laughs) you prat. You like him, though, didn't you? No, this, not this morning. I swore at him and turned him off. I can't stick him. No, (laughs) I bet you could if you tried. We're talking about bands and stuff like that, uh, who you'd like to be in. Uh, what, the band that you'd like to be in, not, you know. Texas 64046, or email, at bbc.co.uk. John, what band would you like to be in? Um, 
text or me in real life? Did you say Texas? Well, there you go. That's your final <laughs> answer. What band do you want to be in, Russell Howard? Oh, I think I'd quite like to be uh, Rufus Wainwright. So it's not really a that band. That doesn't count. You'd like to be in Rufus Wainwright. That's different. I wouldn't mind being a Johnson. Wouldn't you? And Anthony and the Johnson. Yeah, yeah one of the Johnsons. What? It implies a musical talent as well. It also implies a sort of deep, deep down dis- confusion about gender. Who are the Johnsons? There are many. J- uh, ca- uh, ca- uh, j- uh, you know. I'll start again. Here we go. Jonas, policewoman. She was a Johnson. Is that right? So I believe. Yeah. Well, there you go. And one I- of the Johnsons. So is a be- transsexual bass player whose name I forget. Ah, uh, ba- baby D, something like that. Love is that it. right? Well, and anyone can be a Johnson. Oh, no, 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 no. There are a very strict set of criteria for becoming a Johnson. Oh, is that right? You have to be hand-picked to be a Johnson. And then, like, get slapped by a paddle on your arse five times, (laughs) and then roasted near a fire. Let's see what bands people would like to be in. Do you want to? Yeah. Or do you want to carry on talking about Johnsons? No, no, I I meant that seriously. How one becomes, like, you know... I think there are set bands, the Johnsons. There are set... A group of people who play instruments that Anthony wants. So imagine that if you were warbling around Swindon and Anthony was knocking around buying something from, I don't know, Matalan or something, and you were just wandering around, and he went, oh, I'd very much like you to be a Johnson. I would be on it. I'd be wandering around Matalan going, What? Help someone <laughs> who takes care of me when I die, and all that. And he goes, Very much, you know, I'd join the Johnsons. We've got a Johnson. <laughs> You got a Johnson van? Well, I'm driving it. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. Which brings me to an email we had. I've just listened Are to you your podcast. Are you buying that thing or what? <laughs> just listening to your podcast from the other week. Oh, yeah? And I want to hear Russell's zither impression. Zither? A zither is a kind of flat Chinese harp. We were talking about zithers and neither of us knew what they were. You were going to do an impression of one. Well, okay. You know, it's a flat Chinese harp. Okay. <laughs> Racist. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Dear Russell and John, I would be in Death Leopard as an assistant to the drummer. <laughs> there you go. That's very good indeed. What did you go? I was looking it? for a Mark Lawrence thing that would act as a dum dum so that you know put the uh, the joke. Someone's called us. That maybe that yeah. Someone's called us pops. I would be in Toy Town Asylum, middle aged and well a rude word. Um, oh, someone says, McFly Most Haunted was genius. Yeah, it was, it was it's good. It's real, I tell you. Oh, it's not real. Although, I had, uh, about seven ghosts removed from my house by my aunties, um, at a Christmas party I had. Uh, yeah. This is... These sort of stories make me so angry it when you funny. say stuff like this. It was this. really great, but they were really lovely. They sort of went, so, uh, if you're wondering, uh, whether the, uh, tall man in your office is gonna be bothering you, no, he's not. Like that. It was brilliant. They were kind of in there crying. Seven. And you, you believed in them, didn't you? Well, you know, whatever they want to do. I mean, we had a Nintendo... No, don't be all this now. We you phone me wait. up doing, he's finally gone. I did not say that. He's That's finally a, yeah. at peace. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. But apparently he wouldn't go. He's no, like, oh, oh, he's stubborn, sad, wasn't he? He's like, no, he has a Nintendo Wii! He was gone. And the others were delighted to leave. It was a lady <laughs> and her baby. And they were like, oh, yeah, cry. That thing he does with his foot. Just, what a... The guy's a dick. <laughs> you know, in the spirit realm. You know, the guy's a dick. Yeah. But that was my brother in a cupboard. I'd locked him. <laughs> but anyways, they got rid of seven ghosts. So if anyone, yeah. can, if anyone can beat that, 64046 or email russell.com. Anyone can beat BBC.co.uk. Any, any ghosts or, or spirits that you've had removed from your flat or dwelling. 
Rubbish. Just text it. It's basically inviting people to text in a number bigger than seven. No, no, no. That's basically what you're saying, They've got to tell a story about the ghost they've seen. Rubbish. Absolute piffle. Well, there's probably a ghost back at your house. There are no ghosts in my house. It's a new build. Well, there might be. Roughly, it's newish. The ghost of a builder that was worked too hard by a conglomerate. Bob, yeah. Someone topped himself. The palindrome ghost. In the house I lived in when I was a teenager. They say what? Somebody so a guy topped himself. Oh, really? Yeah. So you were, you were quite the flasher there, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Get a lot of... <laughs> oh. Someone said... Mom! Oh. Sorry, go on. No, it's fine. No, I don't know which ones to read. They're, we're all over the shop. We've got go about for the, eight go different for, themes going. Go for the third We've got one. some cracking... We've got three weeks' worth of emails to go through. We've got some absolute belters. We'll take your time and make your way through them. Oh, um, someone says, can you play some Lethal Bizzle? No. No. There we go, that's the first one I've got. <laughs> someone says they want to be in the Red Got Chili Peppers. Nice, interesting. Um, no reason, they're just fantastic. Yep. Uh, Mel says, I'd like to be in Bad Manners, Hawaiian shirts and saxophones. What more can you ask for? Nice. Who are better, Northerners or Southerners? Northerners are kinder folk. Southerners uh, got more sass. Sass? Yeah, next. <laughs> Uh, I had a someone like Leeds. Leeds is a brilliant place because it's got all the charm of the of the of the north. And everyone's so kind of like, hey, how you doing? And lovely. And it's kind of this warmth and stuff. Someone like Manchester, you know, it's always that. I mean, obviously, bear in mind, you're not typecasting entire cities. Exactly. Listen to people get angry, but by by small generalisations, like the, a lot of people you meet that I've met in Manchester who are normally prats and there are prats everywhere normally say hey it's better than London and you always go well as if London's kind of going well you know we're not as good as Manchester but we try you know nobody cares but it just seems to be there's that there's a chippiness um, oh we all eat chips do we no there's a chippiness to certain places of the north and yet once you remove those prats then the best people in the world are to be found would be my generalisation right good. yours uh, yeah, northern people are better. There you go. Southern people are scum. It's a quicker answer. With uh, That's a fair point, too. Much less apologies for generalisations. Yeah. I had a dream that John and I won a comedy contest. Ooh! By playing What's the Time, Mr. Wolf, on stage. Very avant-garde. We beat... I asked the time! <laughs> we beat... I Barry don't Smith. care if you've got lice. You're a prick, you are, Mr. Wolf. <laughs> we beat Barry Chuckle. Did you? Yeah. Well, I tell you, that's quite the final. What was he doing? He was seeing how many togs it would take to release a wheelbarrow that he'd sellotape to the stage. Really? Yeah. Please say hello to my lovely mate, Russ, Laura. That would be a very funny... Hello, Russell. Hello. That would be a funny <laughs> act, though, wouldn't it? Just Barry Chuckle. And if he didn't explain what he was doing, he's just like, it won't come. Stop moving this. <laughs> Oh, the wheelie bin is... Oh, third time. You've been lovely. May yeah. like I say, it's been an absolute pleasure. I've been all week. You've been great having Barry Chuckle. Tomorrow, I'm going to have a wheelie bin attached with blue tack, and that's coming away in one. Good night. What an odd dream. I heard someone at work this week tell their PA to diarise a meeting for him. Ooh. Ooh. I nearly hit him. Right. But unleash the beast. How can you possibly turn the word diary into a verb? Um, the Cadbury's Caramel Bunny was from the West Country. Oh, really? No, that's not true, because apparently it was... Well, you're calling Dell and Rich liars. I am, because apparently it was a lady called Miriam Margolis, who was the Spanish, um, person in Blackadder, a talented woman of many voices. I think she was West Country or Norfolk. I seem to remember her now saying, take it easy with Cadbury's Caramel. Oh, we've got it! How fantastic! That's pretty cool. Here, Well, this is it, to settle it for once and for all. That's a beaver. Hey, Mr. Oh. Beaver. Why are you beavering around? 
Haven't you heard of Cadbury's Caramel? See, as the thick Cadbury's milk chocolate melts with that dreamy caramel, you just have to take things really easy. Looks like somebody else could do with some. Take it easy with Cadbury's Caramel. There you go. See? Bunny's wearing shades. Bunny's being sexy. You've got a stunk on, haven't you? A little bit. Um... Well, that settled that argument. Let's have more things that we can resolve. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Let's go nail that. There was somebody wrote that on YouTube. Someone's been really offensive about that bunny. Was saying she... that the bunny needs it and the bunny knows what it's playing at and selling me chocolate. Don't you look at me like that, bunny. Yeah. Oh, dear. Well. Please say Kirby Grip really loudly to clear the awkwardness between me and my mate because she found my chicken fillets in my English book. Kirby Grip. Mm. Hey, listen, uh, talking about ghosts... Uh, yeah, it says, hello. There is a ghost in a theatre that I work at called the Grey Lady. It, I was in a rehearsal room. That's an original name for a ghost. Stop. Jesus Christ. Pull some strings. The Grey Lady. Now, can you want me to tell... Can I Call it like the pink cat or something. Can I continue with Let's this... Let's pretend it's John, Puss. Can I please, please continue with this spine-tingling <laughs> fable? <laughs> was it a, a theatre that I work at called... Turn the lights off. Let's do this properly. It's the theatre called the Rickety Rackety Theatre. I'm not turning the light off. Can someone please... It's hard enough getting going in the morning. Thank you, Adam. Oh, Christ, that changes everything, doesn't it? Get some torches. <laughs> there is a ghost in a theatre that I work at called the Grey Lady. I was... Are you doing... <laughs> I was up in a rehearsal room with my best friend and the air actually went cold. We saw her walking... Perhaps it Stop was... it! Perhaps it was cold. We saw her walking across the garden. I was very sceptical before then. And ever since then, I've seen two other ghosts. Also, you're right, Kelly. Also, at my best friend's house, when you run up the stairs, you feel like someone's chasing you. That's because her brother's men. <laughs> it's really freaky. And his little sister, who is three, was sitting on her own in a room going, It's okay. He's just a boy. It's okay. He's just a boy. And there was no one there. It was freaky. There you go. Ooh. I can smell bush. <laughs> you, did you say you can smell bush? <laughs> no. Good lord. The great lady isn't that kind of a ghost. Get a load of this! Ooh, from beyond the grave! That'd be funny if ghosts were like. There must be some ghosts. If there are ghosts, which clearly there aren't. Well, there might be. There aren't. You don't know that. I do know that. You there don't. aren't. There you are millions be. and trillions of people in the world, yep. and if there were ghosts, then there would be. Everyone would know. Everyone would have seen one. Everyone who's died wisps around and you don't bump into them more often. Yeah, because they're invisible, man. Well, how can people see them, then? Uh, very... Uh, only the gifted can. The gifted? Yeah. I'm gifted. Well, you I can do kicky up with a balloon for a week. Yeah. Well, it's doing things like that where the ghosts leave you alone, because they're like, no, he's troubled. The last, <laughs> thing, he, the last thing he needs is a spectre. Can we have the lights back on? I'm getting a little bit freaked out. You're getting the willies, aren't you? <laughs> I had eight spirits removed from my house by the police. Mainly vodka, badumtish, says Andre Brum. Lovely. He's either from Birmingham or he's a car. That's... Oh, we've had... Uh, that's that's the only bloody ghost email we've had in. I was looking for loads and I thought I was going to go, listen to this. But, uh, dear Ross and John, if you like cats and rabbits with sunglasses on... I, I do. I don't. Then you'll probably like dogs dressed up as bees. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
My friend Jimmy Norman has set up the Jimmy Norman Bee Doggers Association Foundation. Bee Doggers? An appreciation society, if you will, for anyone who likes to see dogs dress as bees. You can find it here on the internet. Will do. Have a nice day. Don't you dare type Bee Doggers into the internet, because you won't get dogs dressed as bees. You'll get him and his wife in a Land Rover. <laughs> yeah, smashing their faces. <laughs> i tell you why I like Bee Doggers. Because I get to see willies I've never seen before. The thing about your bee dog, the problem your bee dog has got, he's, he can only do it once. <laughs> well, very good. Uh, Apparently they leave it in you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to be... <laughs> That'd be funny. You've been bee... <laughs> You've been bee dogging. Yeah, buggers. Yeah. Good he morning. was a bumblebee oh. and all. I oh. shan't walk for a week. Nice to life. And may I point out that this isn't me <laughs> we talking. We have to leave this. This is a generic West Country man we're talking about who's watching insects nail in a cortina. It isn't me. <laughs> I don't do that. Maybe that's what they're doing. That was a they're... bad time for you to go into a reverie, wasn't it? Where... Stroking your chin. Was I don't do that. Oh, did I do that? Mm, that's yeah, you shame. looked into the distance. And I don't do that anymore. Stroked your chinny chin chin as if you were trying to clean something away. I would like to be in KC and the Sunshine Band, the happiest band on earth. Love to your mother's four kisses. Um, good morning. Oh, no, that's a different one. No, that's a different one. I did have band ones a minute. Oh, oh here it is. Yeah, hear me, band ones. Hi, Russell and John. I always wanted to be in The Temptations. Cool suits, stepping up to the mic to sing the harmonies and doing all those great dance moves. Love to your mums. All the best for 2008. Eoin in Madrid. P.S. Un abrazo especial para John. As he thought, mm, John. Yeah, how's here? John! Exclamation mark. Be a better friend, newshound, and know it all with Yahoo. Oh. <laughs> um, I'd like to be in Lady Carol's band, but it's just her and her guitar, so I can't. That's from uh, Chris Gazier. Uh, hi, guys. Without a doubt, I'd love to be Chrissy Hind in The Pretenders. This is KS7. Oh, yeah. Just about the coolest band ever. By the way, thanks for the shout over the wheelie bin before Christmas. Hope you enjoyed the cats. Love to you and your mothers. I've got that on my window still in my office now, my wheelie bin with cats. There you go. And my sister bought me a paint your own Winnie the Pooh and I've painted it evil. It looks like he's cuddling Winnie the Pooh but I've I've painted his head black with red ears so it looks like the devil and he's strangling Pooh, uh, Piglet and I've done Piglet's head blue so it looks suffocated and blood all trickling down Winnie the Pooh's arm. Shall we go and haunt that man <laughs> from Swindon? What's he doing? <gasps> oh. oh God. It took me hours. It's taking him hours, look. Yeah, and We've he's... been here for hours watching him. Go on, look at him, he's giggling at poo. <laughs> watching the darts. Oh, and, Christ, uh, we had that yesterday. Bloody trying to get me to watch darts. No interest watching Fat Man throw stuff. They're not fat anymore. If I wanted to see Fat Man throw stuff, I'd go down the tip. They're not fat anymore. They are. There's some right tubbers. And the music they come on to as well. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> it was that one, Bobby George, I used to quite like him. He's the one that used to come on with candlesticks. And he looks a bit like sort of a really... He's the one who talks like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, He looks like a really no-falling scummy Dracula. He was commentating on a woman's dolls last night. I don't understand it. She wants to start eating the board. Jesus. She was, oh, Francis Horn said, I don't know what happened. It was like me watching women's football, Bobby George. Oh, really? Don't know what's that. Oh, I mean, I've seen her play bad. I've seen her play bad, but she's getting beat up. Where's her husband? She's getting beat <laughs> up here. I don't know what's happened. Oi, Mickey, have a word. <laughs> Christ, have a look at that. Um, uh, hi, Russ and John. If I was to be the band, it would be the Smiths, but only so I could beat up Morrissey, injuring his vocal cords. Finally, give Don't that, hit me. Give that something or other, something to moan about. Good to have you back live. Love to your mother's gas in Amtil. 
Let's have a song. Oh, Christ, I'll move my drink. It's all right, don't worry. It's all going to be fine. This is a song called Messages. Oh, by the way, I was talking to producer Adam then. I wasn't... Not a ghost. Not the ghost. Turn the lights on. <laughs> move the drink, move the drink. No, spirits. Is is another chiller. I gave my sister's DVD of Ghost to the Salvation Army after she acquired a clay fetish and wouldn't stop playing Unchained Melody whilst in the bath. Not terribly ghostly, I suppose, but there were moments of genuine creepiness involving loofers and dodgy-looking soap bubbles. Love to your mother, Steph in California. A very regular listener, Steph. Hope you're very well indeed. I've got a burp coming. <laughs> <sighs> you looked like you were possessed for a minute, then. Your eyes rolled back. I could be at any moment. Those bloody ghosts. <laughs> Imagine that. Oh, I remember, I yeah, I was thinking about that ages ago. If if you were a ghost and you were a little bit horny, you could, um, you know, fiddle about with somebody in Asda. And say I was in Asda, nobody would believe that I was getting, you know, just like playfully cuffed by a ghost's wang. Imagine me trying to no. explain. Imagine you going, what's, what are you doing? Come on, we're in Frozen. Eyes on the prize, eyes on the prize. Duck after duck, and me just go. Oh, gee, oh, I think I'm getting hit by a ghost's appendage. You're not. They don't. They're not real. And then the ghost angrily just turns around, and you have to pass it off as a birthmark forevermore. Right. It could happen. I went in the frozen section the other day. Six for four pound on frozen ready meals, and I bought a bottle of spirits. It's the most depressingly I live alone Spirit shopping now. basket I've ever bought. Yeah. Either you're a really unfit mother, yeah. or just desperate. But they're just a backup. They're a backup freezer God. meals, but I didn't want to get into that with her. I've, I've got, like, fresh tuna steaks and chicken at home, love. These are just a backup. I really wish I'd seen you in there, and you hadn't seen me. I'd just pop into Vaseline. Just as you get <laughs> Just that. I like to eat. Um, meeting Anthony in Matalan is never going to happen. This is from Karen. She says he's clearly a peacock's man. Hope there's someone in one of my many funeral songs. If I don't pop my clock soon, I'm going to have the longest funeral in history. Russell and John, what are your funeral songs of choice? Uh, I have one ghost. She's okay. She doesn't cause much trouble. Karen in Somerset. So oh, well, that's go. nice, isn't there it? There you go. Just a nice homely ghost. Karen in Somerset who offered us her son. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Nothing wrong with her. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Moonlight Sonata at my funeral. Yeah. Yeah. I don't go for this minute's applause. Oh, I do not either. It's rubbish. It's People talking what, and texting what, all the way through it. What's bad about it is that, that that's come in place because there are too many people in the world who are fools who can't actually shut their mouths for a minute because mm. somebody's died. It's unbelievable. Well, it's seen as a more we, upbeat... Oh, it's rubbish. Old, isn't it? It's sort of a, oh, let's celebrate life, so let's clap. Yeah, well, yeah, no, he's yeah. dead. Let's minute. not celebrate life. He's dead. Let's think about things for a minute. Yeah, let's stop a, and think a, about your own mortality. Yeah. Let's have a really long minute where we stare, and then those very awkward moments where we catch a glimpse of our mate who's got a funny-looking face, and we think, well, don't you dare... Silver face, Barry. Don't you laugh. Don't you laugh. That was a birthmark. There was rumours that he got it off a ghost in Asda, but you hold firm. Yeah, I don't go for it either. Yeah. Now, ghost- well, let's agree then. Yeah, we have. If um, we die, then yeah. a minute silence. That's right. <laughs> on for- air. For- on after that. <laughs> and we get to pick whose show we have it in. Yes. What would you go for? Um... Who? No, I wouldn't Jeremy have Jeremy Vine. Vine. No, 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 that would mess up Vine's flow, and he ain't about that. Dick and Dom. Dick and like Dom? Like, Dick and Dom to have to go, bogeys! Anyway, so now we have an what announcement. you're saying is, you'd like a minute silence in Dick and Dom? <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. 
That's fine. No, no, no. You, you, Nails texted in from Glasgow. It says, yes. Happy New Year. There's a ghost at my work at the stand in Glasgow. Oh, I've yeah. never seen it, but the Scottish Ghostbusters have been in to investigate it and found high levels of supernatural activity in oh. the ladies' toilets. Dun, dun, dun. P.S. Did you ever see the most haunted with Derek Akora shouting, Mary loves dick? <laughs> really? So he says. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. pretty cool. Uh, this is from Simon Elliott. Ghosts exist. Me and my brother have seen the same shapes move in a mirror in the middle of the night when no one else Reflections. was Reflections. We didn't tell each other until years later, but we had seen exactly the same thing of a dark shape gliding past the door frame. That's clearly them. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. We just move and it's just... It's got hair. It's got eyes. It looks a bit like me. Um, it reminds me of that Harry Enfield sketch. Charlie calls it mirror. It's... Uh, it's a bit of new art, uh, which is also the nickname um, of a guy who went to my school who sadly died. It's called Mirror. Should we have a song? No, but it was really, like, a really fantastic um, guy. It's a real... Oh, I shouldn't have brought that up. I feel dreadful for But you know when somebody dies that you kind of... Who was at school and you think there's no way that he wouldn't have gone on to achieve something incredible. He's just a brilliant all-round and taken uh, far too... Uh, oh, anyways, my apologies if his family are listening. It was, uh, you know... Truly horrible. There you go. Uh, this is an earlier one. Uh, we were talking about uh, uh, made-up verbs earlier on. I uh, just heard that someone had heard their boss use the made-up verb diarise. My American, although that was probably a given boss, recently asked me if a colleague of mine was good at ideation. Obviously, I was not aware that this non-existent verb meant the creation of ideas. To use my own made-up word splice from two others, what a conker. <laughs> there you go. Enjoy the show. All the best. Nick in Stockholm. Ideation's a word. Well, because ideate is a verb, so ideation is it's ridiculous. Send him an Utterly email. ridiculous. It's, it's terribly American, though, you can imagine. Oh my hey, God. hey, I ideate. Why don't we go to the bar? That was like, you've never sounded more British in your life. It's terribly American. Because <laughs> that what I said? <laughs> terribly American. Like the other day when Those I was... blasted Yankees. Well, I was, I was on about the other day. I'd, see, I'd heard something awful until New Year's Eve in Bath. And John, all I said was, I said, I'll tell you what, it was very scary. I thought there was gunfire yesterday. <laughs> and, uh, this is ridiculous. And I was going to call the police. And he turned into something very different indeed. And started Think getting, it through. Yeah, what, it was fireworks. What about when did this gunfire start? It was fireworks. But it took me... It was eight o'clock and I... Hello, was yeah. that the police? Uh, yes, go. it's Russell Howard. <laughs> Hello again. Hi, Brian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I just yanked it off. I used some marge, came off. Anyway, yeah, gunfire. It started about midnight. <laughs> no, it didn't. New I just said... Loads of them all at once. Like, pop bomb, pop bomb. And I went outside. It must have been magic guns because it was all lit up the sky. <laughs> yep. But you should get down here. That's it's pretty bad. That's exactly what you said, isn't it? Or did you say... <laughs> No, they've come to Bath now. <laughs> Gangbangers, <laughs> everywhere. Boom, boom, batty man and all that. Unbelievable. <laughs> but I like reggae. It's just aggressive, <laughs> aggressive. Someone has tied a gun to a wall and they're just whizzing it round. <laughs> right, hello there, Russell and John. I saw two ghosts. Hello there. I saw two ghosts in one night before. Back the bank down. <laughs> I was in bed and something strolled in. If you're gonna, if you're a ghost. You're going to stroll, aren't you? You can't stroll in the afterlife when can you? Well, hello! Concentrating elsewhere so, I, so it didn't see me. The other, quite feminine-looking, peered round my door as my door was open briefly. Both seemed to disappear quite quickly. This was a long time ago, and if it were a dream, I probably wouldn't have remembered so vividly. However, on reflection, the one that looked at me may have been my sister, who is also quite feminine. Nice. What a, what a touching compliment to play to your sister. Hey, this is a freaky one. Well, listen to this, right? 
a few years ago, we moved back into the house I was born in, and I remember waking up one night and going to get a drink, and there was a man sat in the kitchen. Dun, dun, dun. Father Christmas. We moved again a couple of weeks ago, and I saw my mum and dad's wedding photos for the first time, and the guy from the kitchen was in them. <gasps> mum told me it was my uncle on my dad's side who committed suicide before I was born, so I'd, no. never, I'd never met him. And since I don't see my dad anymore, I've never seen pictures of the uncle. Oh, my freaking. God. That's just true. It's a ghost. That is absolute rubbish. <laughs> I can't... If No. Ghosts are just one of those things that you can't disprove, so people will always believe in them. Because you always can if you want to, but th- they don't exist. This is from Dave Diamond. You're getting funny looks. You believe in them. No, no, not at all. This is from I Dave... Yeah. Well, it's just true. It's time to just start being... There's other stuff. There's a spiritual side to existence, but there are not ghosts. All right, Annika Rice, listen to this. This is from Dave. <laughs> I don't know where this dress in the studio. I'll wear it. This is from Dave. Flying by helicopter for nothing. Talking of that, right? Uh, oh, he's tricked emails. This is always dangerous. Uh, hi, Russell. John, loving the show. Just a question I'd like to hear you to answer. For a friend's birthday over the Christmas break, well, and what we'll do, we'll have a song, we'll have a think about this, we'll do this properly. All right, um, then. I'm quite cold now as well. Anyways, oh, no. For a fr- Uh-oh. Gran- oh, Grandad hell. Pete? Oh, my God. Grandad who? That I never met. Grandad Grand- Grand- Pete. Grandad Pete? Yeah. Jesus. Right, for a friend's birthday over the Christmas break, we took part in a secret fancy dress. This basically involves selecting a name from a hat a week before the party. You then have to dress that person in any fancy dress you wish. When the party arrives, you all take your fancy dress to the party, and one by one, people go upstairs and see their outfit for the first time. They put it on and come back downstairs to the laughter of everyone present. So, my question is, what would you two dress each other up as? Right, so let's have a think Don't about look that. looking at me. Covered me with your eyes like that. Well, do you know what I thought of, thought of straight away? Go on. The Nazis in a lower low. That was my first <laughs> one. I just think that would be... It's not a royal family party. No, no, but it'd be quite funny. No, but the, you know the the uh, the one that was obsessed with the Madonna with the fake boobies? But I'll have a, uh, another think about And you, very quickly? I'll have a think. This is from uh, Buju Hodgkinson. Is it true that John's flat is haunted and loud moans can be heard coming from his bedroom late at night and he wakes up coated in ectoplasm? You'd have to ask my neighbours, wouldn't you? They wouldn't deliver secrets about me. We've got them on the line. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) okay. Yeah. Wow. That was a quick little handover you did there to the call. I didn't even see you dial out. It's all true, yes, yes. Oh, who's that? Regular clockwork, might I say. Very tidy young man, although very odd groupings of hair around his back. I took a package for my neighbours. Did you? (laughs) I I wonder, old boy, you couldn't take a package for me, could you? Heavy it was. Since the war, I can't take them like I used to take them. Evie, I went round there, because they took a package for me before Christmas, and I thought, oh... Here, I took that package for you, you bloody take it from me! Yeah, so he, he brought it round. And I went round with hers. I said, oh, I'm returning the favour. I've got a package for you. He said, oh, right, thanks. And I give it him. And you give, then, you uh, give him your package? Yeah. Yep. And then I stepped back off the step. To see what you'd done. And he went, <laughs> and I know what this is as well. And I went, oh, okay. And I was walking away. So thought, well, it's none of my business. And then I sort of almost got away and he went, it's jam. It's my wife's jam. And then I went, all right. And carried on walking away. And he went, Loganberry jam. Oh. And I went, oh, en- enjoy that. Of course, Logan was the uh, name of my very first hamster. Was it? Yeah. And Berry Jam was your nickname for a while. That's right. 
But I didn't. I didn't know if he was sort of trying to start a conversation. I do felt you, bad that. Do I you want some jam? Him. No, no, not for me. Not for me. I've got to go back and cover myself in ectoplasm. We <laughs> did. If you wanted me to say, oh, some uh, pancakes that'd go lovely. Well, with see, that. that's what he wanted. Yeah, well, I'm, you're probably thinking that as well. But I didn't. Mm. I didn't really have anything. I got some nice biscuits. He's probably written in jam on his <laughs> carpet. Why? Yeah. His wife will go mental. She will. That's yeah. my Loganberry jam. I then ported. Anyway. <laughs> right, uh, go and that's the end of that anecdote. The, yes. But and I was watching it all, like I say, I'm his other neighbour. Oh, yeah. Oh, Clive. She didn't like me anymore, because oh. my grass wants cut in. Oh, his grass looks a terrible state. You know, my lawnmower was busted, and she sort of keeps hinting whenever <laughs> I see her. She's sounded quite ghetto in. My lawnmower was all busted up. Hello. <laughs> Hello. How are you? Yeah, not so bad. We wonder if you would, you're dead. Grass getting long. Why I, don't I you? haven't got time. Why don't you? <laughs> I can't go out there and cut it in the winter. I look mental. Exactly. Going out and cutting grass in the winter. But I need to go out there in the winter because all the crickets are dead. If I go out there in the summer, then I step on the grass and they all kick off and I'm too scared to do it. They all kick off. They go... Somebody wanted that for their funeral, didn't they? What do they want? They wanted. Uh, they didn't want uh, silence or applause or anything. They wanted at my funeral. I want everyone to quack really loudly while pulling their sex face instead oh. of a minute silence. Johnny Mango. <laughs> Imagine the squeaking. It'd be horrible that though, because people would be crying. <sighs> Imagine crying, but knowing that you've got to do it because it was his last wish. <laughs> and I'm banging on the coffin. <laughs> Yeah, not nice. We've had an email and this is brilliant, right? Uh, this wisdom has been imparted to me by my grandmother who tells me this is how she dealt with a ghost in her house, right? On seeing a man in Victorian attire wandering around her kitchen, my nan calmly asked the ghost what it wanted. The ghost replied, I seem to have mislaid my shoehorn. Some bastard must have hidden it. My grandmother replied, can I help you find it? The ghost said, and this is where you're going to fall in lo- love with ghosts, don't bother, I'll go out in my bloody slippers. Fantastic moment. It's n- and think about what you want to dress me up as for the uh, fancy dressing. Um, <laughs> I some usually do. Steph in California said she pictures you as a dominatrix. Well. And I imagine, as you, just before you crack your whip, you go, you're going to need your lotion. So what are you dressing me up as? A dog in shades. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what, that's me. That's me in my room on my own <laughs> for the rest of the day, trying to lick my <laughs> best. Vest? Oh, my God, where'd oh, you go? best, I said. Hang on. Uh, have you been to PE and you've turned up late? What's up I'm that? wearing a white t-shirt. Sweet. All right, Bruce Willis. And where's this been? <laughs> well, I've been going to the gym. I can What's see. wrong with a white t-shirt? You look ill, mate. Ill? You look anemic. How? Nothing wrong with having anemic. Well, there is. It's bad. Why? Yeah, more iron, you guys. How do I look anemic? You just, where's that white shirt come from? It was underneath my jumper. But it looks a bit weird. You've got you had to have the heating on because you were you look a bit sissy like. in this morning. It's cold in there, isn't it? You look a bit like one of the kids at school who didn't who forgot their PE kit and you've had to sort of find... You oh, know, so I'm wearing it's, jeans it's and a, some pretty cool loafers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you've got the look of a, a boy who's had... I, I forgot it, I had to wear it. So I'm not allowed to wear a white t-shirt. This looks weird on you. He, everything I do, he has a go at now. Oh, we went, to, don't we went out to Tesco yesterday, and I bought some biscuits. Just some biscuits. <laughs> just biscuits. <laughs> Nothing. Just ordinary Which biscuits. Biscuits is a actually. good question. Yeah. yeah. I get back. He's Rancy. unpacking. He goes, "What are these friggin' biscuits? <laughs> do you buy these friggin' biscuits for?" I went mental. Just them. I just didn't biscuits. Go mental. 
they are nice biscuits. I'm sharing them out now. Have I you got them biscuits not now? Been any. Oh, well, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, well, let's not rush in now. I do like biscuits. I just questioned the motive. They're like waffles, though. They're not like... Well, they're shaped like waffles. Well, I'll open them and describe them to the listeners. They're, they're like waffles. They're butter biscuits. Fancy packing. Yeah. What did you call him? And what did you buy at the shop? Alpen cereal bars in the yeah, afternoon. Yeah. I've just cooked him lunch. We got to the shop. He buys cereal bars. What a kick in the face. Yeah. Then I roasted a chicken. All nice. Yeah, that was horrible. Minute, that. minute he put it. his fork down. Yeah. Anyway, all you be off. Yeah. Dressed up as a premiership footballer. Roasted that chicken. That was nice. Uh, I leave the plate there, shall I? <laughs> In the toilet. Yeah, sorry. That's what I did. And then, <laughs> did you or did you not tell me to f off as I <laughs> as I, uh, as I uh, left? And I said, you don't mean that. And uh, the door opened. Have a biscuit, Adam. The door opened after he told me to f off, and Have I went a biscuit. Oh, excuse me. And he goes. Uh, oh, you <laughs> don't, don't. Oh, don't all... eat it on air, you pig. It's not a biscuit. Listen to the crunch. That was, I think you'd give to a dog that you didn't like. Well, let's not get have into this. what you'd give to a dog. Tiddles, have this. Oh, you die of worms. Have you Tell, finish your story. What did I do wrong? You told me to f off. In a jokey way. No, not in a jokey way. You stunk of wine. Your teeth were all red. I stunk. You... He tried. To, I. I. Oh, we had a ro- tuna salad. We right. S- I open a bottle of wine, <laughs> decant it into my new crystal decanter, yeah. carafe that more, I got for Christmas. More than he goes. Well, you're not bloody drinking all that, are you? I said, well, I'm going to have a glass with lunch. Yeah, but you know what it would get like. you get all moody. <laughs> yeah, sure enough. Start on everything. I was like, you first... get out! <laughs> wash it up, I got. The first minute I got I got, moody, I got a delivered jab to that bro next door. I reached, I reached to pour another glass of wine. Only two, mind. Right, second glass. He goes, no, that's enough. Grabs it off me. Yeah. Puts it on the other side of the table. You aren't having any more. Don't, don't, don't drink it all, because you know what you get like. Yeah, and he did, and you, then you told me... Who to, are you? You told me to F off, I'm your, I'm your... That was, like, eight hours later I told you to F off, in a jokey way. You we ma- were supposed, you were supposed to be staying at my house. I'd yeah. made up the spare room, I'd had it decorated. Had you? Yeah, yeah. Have, whatever, you have Winnie the Pooh looking like a nutter in there. That's how I did, that was the theme. And I'm not allowed in your office, all this talk, what, the, what baloney, I'm not allowed in there, because no. your files, your special <laughs> stuff. Huh? Yeah! So I told you to F off, and then... And then what the, do- the door opened, and I went... <laughs> <laughs> He's going to apologise. <laughs> and he went, you've left your sat-nav. <laughs> and he gave it to me, and then he looked at me and went, now F off. <laughs> so there we go. And that made me laugh, and I drove home. <laughs> with tears in my eyes, for very different reasons. Rubbish. But that is because I was listening to some half music. Well, Anorama, great sticks. <laughs> Good stuff, innit? <laughs> um, oh, God. This is a song called Low Life by Scanners. Uh, should we play this and then... What, what are we dress... Um, what should I dress oh, you up? Oh, what are you dressing me up as? Um, and then I've got a couple of ghost lies uh, emails. Okay. Okay, well... Uh, oh, I know, I know. It's a dog link. I'm going to dress you up as your dead dog. Um, oh, that's tasteful. Um, but what's his name again? What's his name? Say ball bag and press <laughs> That's from Matt Ford. No, I'd dress you up. No, I'll tell you what. I'd dress you up uh, over four days as the different ones that are cool runnings. There we go. <laughs> John Candy. Yeah, it was well. A bit of fun. I really, we watch planes. Feel the rhythm. It. Feel the ride. Here he comes. <laughs> no, man, I'm dead. That one. The little one. <laughs> and then I'd dress him up as Hooks from Police Academy. <laughs> now, earlier on, I cussed. I said what uh, Foreign Laurie used to refer to as Bar Stewart. Um, but I said that's where I apologise if there's anyone out there who uh, I was offended a little bit actually. Well, I was offended myself. Um, so yeah, so sorry if you didn't like that. I apologise. 
And I'm sorry for what but I said about you your did, affair. You're an absolute <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> the closest <laughs> I came to a supernatural experience is Morgan. And I wonder if he's imprisoned or whether he's a Morgan free man. <laughs> I, mean, I remember the first time I saw the ghost. <laughs> Close that came to a supernatural experience. My big <laughs> sister used to take me into her room. Big sister? That's a bit unfair. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a nickname. <laughs> My big sister used to take me into her room with the lights turned off. Fatty, fatty, bum, bum. <laughs> and lead me around until I slipped in a patch of soap she'd put on the carpet or oh. brushed against the tights she'd hung from the ceiling. Wow. Scary. Wow, she's up to weird stuff, her older sister, yeah. putting soap she on got, the floor. Your sister got issues. Hang it, hang your sister it. got problems. This is very funny, this, right? Hi, Russell and John. During the Villa game yesterday, which was awful, wasn't it? I could have sworn Mark Lawrence instead of a player, he looks like he's got nits and worms at the same time. <laughs> I, I was slightly feverish with that vomiting bug that's doing the rounds, so I could have misheard him. Or perhaps it was just some classic Lauro. Can any of your listeners confirm this? And if so, what did he mean? <laughs> I don't remember him saying that. <laughs> no, but we went. I was in it. and out of the kitchen cooking and washing up. Oh. That'd be great, though. That wouldn't that be funny? Good play there from John O'Shea. Laura, <laughs> he looks at he's got nits and worms at the same yeah. time. Don't feel a look anemic in them white tops. Oh, oh, doesn't look oh. right. Did you did you say that, Mark? I tell you what, it's not a day to lose your program, is it? Ten pounds. <laughs> um, our friend James has texted in and said Leeds United all look anemic. Is that Dowds? Yeah, he hasn't oh. put his name on it, but I recognised your number, Diddle Diddle Dowds. Well, as of course, like that. James Dowdswell, fantastic comedian, and you can have that as a quote. A massive man just went. A massive man just went past my window on a tiny pink bike with ribbons on the handles. <gasps> Isn't that funny? Because we that. dressed John up during the last song. Text comes in from anonymous. <laughs> diddle diddle diddle. We've got three weeks worth of emails to get through. Oh, Jesus. Do you want to go on about that one more bloody time? We've got loads and some good ones. Oh, they've all gone. <gasps> Where have they all gone? Dun, dun, dun. And the next song is Ghost by Laura Marling. This is freaky, this. Where have they gone? Aren't they in desktop one? What are you on about? Secret chat. I had emails there and they've gone. Oh, well, that's a bit of a pain because I haven't got any. Uh, I've just got some. Oh, here's, here's a ghost one, right? Right. Russell, brackets the believer. John, the non-believer. We recently moved into our new office on Brick Lane. Oh, Christ. I found the, him. the office has been furnished with dead people's stuff. I think the two old people's chairs that we use for clients hold a ghost is every now and then we'll boil the kettle, make some teas and sit back, to, sit back down to do more work. The ghosts then get out of their chair, reboil the kettle as if to say they fancy a cup too and that we should have offered them one. <sighs> ghosts. Pick a number between 1 and 14. To 50, um, to, uh, 8. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 8. This is a text. Oh, no, not that one. 6. <laughs> <laughs> um, right then. Should, what do you want to do? Well, I don't know. What? I want to uh, see polar bears, but it's not the time. <laughs> do you? Yeah, yeah. God, I'd love to see polar bears, yeah. Just buy the Guardian and get told how many you're killing every week. The, the, independent. the Independent. Do you want to hear the news or do you want to get told how many animals died when you went to the shops? You, oh, shut up, Independent. Are you doing my stuff? You're not doing stuff about that. I've done it. It's recorded. It's DVD. I'll have I've my... been doing stuff about that for ages. You're joking. Not on stage. Off stage. I won't do that on stage. You I don't touch it. politics. <laughs> Have you been doing stuff about yeah, that? I've, I've got a whole section I did in my Edinburgh show. Wow. Yeah, it's good. We need to watch each other gig more often. I, I have the newspapers like a cartoon talking to each other. I've been doing stuff about going out with your girlfriend as well. What? 
Uh, this is tense. Oh, I just wrote some stuff and I needed it to, to, you know. So what? I just invented a girlfriend and picked yours. <laughs> you invented a girlfriend <laughs> and picked mine. <laughs> I requested well, why an wouldn't you? otter for my Christmas present. Yep. My girlfriend didn't get me one, as apparently it's illegal to own one. Rubbish, she's ill-informed. I know a man in the West Country who owns two otters and a leopard, and that's from Andy in Romford. Have you got two otters and a leopard? Sounds like a poem. You're shaking your head. Is it illegal? It's not a hex. That was that was incredible. That was brilliant. That was like you know they they cut randomly to people on like news programs. What do you make of this latest issue? And you were just literally over a fence. It's not right. (laughs) Two otters and a and a leopard. Nah. This man here, um, Mark Lawrenson, actually said it. We've had loads of emails in from Dave Barraclough, uh, Amy Dickens, and uh, Chris Webster. And apparently he did say that. Yeah. He, sa- he said it about a manager who was protesting about a ref decision. Brilliant yet inane quote from Laura. Glad to have you back live, lads. Jez in Balham rewounded it on his Sky Plus, And Tom in London he says did a he said it about Martin O'Neill because he couldn't sit still. He looks like he's got nits and worms at the same time. <laughs> Cracking. If any of you to remember be honest, though, roughly when it was in the match, yeah. then can you text us in and we'll get it. Trouble is, though, the problem, we don't really listen to what Mark Lawrence says anymore because whenever me and John watch a football game together <laughs> and Lauro's commentating, we just do him anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, oh, this is awful, this, I'm off for a pie and something <laughs> or other. And that's pretty much that. And then we chat about his wife, who we found out yesterday from a Google search, is ten years younger than him. Mm. And that Lauro... <laughs> yeah, that's why we listen to the verve and stuff like that. You're <laughs> Pull my finger. I'm young at art. Brilliant. We we read an article. Um, I read an article out loud about uh, his musical tastes. It was great. Finley Quay. Not bad. <laughs> it was brilliant. My brother used to tell me that there were ghosts outside my bedroom door, and I got so scared that I wet the bed for three years. You must have had a lot of orange squash. Exactly. <laughs> Hi, John. Uh, goats are things you cannot disprove. Like God! Love to your mum, Richard Dawkins. Exactly, that's what I just said. You can't disprove them. You failed to so realise. that's why people believe in them. The gag there. I heard the Richard Dawkins bit, yeah. He's getting a kick in at the moment, isn't he, old Dorco? Yeah. Um, there's a man in Trafalgar Square who walks his ferret every now and again. <laughs> there was a woman... Dirty... <laughs> There was a woman who used to call Penny Pie, where we used to live, right? She used to take her rabbits for a walk on a lead. Proper mental. Penny Pie? Penny Pie, her name was, yeah. Was it? Yeah, no, it was. We kicked the ball over her fence. She was a woman. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I tell you, friends. <laughs> she was a woman. God, yeah. you had everything in the West Country, didn't you? She wasn't in the West Country. Footballs. I was in Flittick. Oh, was it? Oh, she was the famous Flittick woman. Yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yep. Have you heard there's a woman in Flittick? Yeah, I've heard her name's Penny. Yeah, she's made up her surname, though. Penny Pie, her name was. <laughs> no, it was not Penny it Pie. Penny Pie, and because her house lived opposite, the, well, just over the green, so sometimes you hoof the ball over and you had to go, oh, Christ, I've got to go around Penny Pie to get the ball back. Right. And you go, excuse me, Penny, I'm just off out. Take my rabbit for a walk. Oh, are you? You're mental. Can for a ball back? Um, uh, was she like Penny Crayon? Anything she drew turned to a pie? No. No, I don't think so. She was Did a- you ever do like complex mathematical jokes? No, I used to just get the ball from her. She was scary. She had really horrible eyes and a bloody rabbit on a lead. 
Effed up, I used to say to the rest of the guys. <laughs> it's all effed up. This is uh, from Peter Green, who's got very angry. He says, Oi! What happened to the credit for my Gemva story I delivered to you about my grandmother's Victorian ghost? My name is Peter Green. My nan is called May Banks. The ghost didn't give a name, but that's not the point. Oh, well, here we go. I've got an incredible email about a gran. Oh, go on then. Hang on, just give me a second. Sexy. Oh, I've got a Everything couple. about you so sexy. Dear Russell and John, this is from Kitty and Faith. All right, go ahead. No Aberdeen. Oh, great. I was playing Aberdeen Monopoly last night. All right. See, that'll be all right, you know. Scottish and jokes about money and tightness and all that. My blah, 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 blah. dad <laughs> adopted the Scottish granny's voice. Okay. You have no idea how funny it is to listen to a middle-aged man say, I'm going to build a house on Everurri. Oh, lovely. Um, and that's what he said, and he's apparently it sounded a lot like our Scottish grannies. And then one of my favourite emails... Here we go. Dear Russell and John, this is from Sam in Wimbledon. Go on, go on, boy. After New Year's Eve dinner. Get it out, get it out, Sam. After New Year's Eve dinner, my grand's had a bit too much to drink. Of course she has. Trout. Knocked back the last of her whiskey whilst we was cleaning the table. Unbelievable. We've blooded from the blood because we'd had a riot to do during the meal. (laughs) Go on. I'm going to do her voice in the Scottish granny's voice. All right, then. So they're clearing the table. Clearing the table up, right? She, Nan! Nan! Stop drinking the whiskey! She knocks back her whiskey and stands up and says, Oh! It's all gone! Where have all the plates and dishes gone? <laughs> then she stumbled up the stairs to her room, mumbling to herself, It went! Like that! Did you see? Everything went! Nan, you dozy old man, you got to lay off the sauce. Do you have any funny granny or granddad stories? Happy New Year, love to your mothers and fathers. The discrimination must stop, says Sam in Wimbledon. I have many, many funny uh, nan and granddad stories. I have a recent one that's both funny and tragic. My granddad um, it was a jockey. As a younger man, this may or may not have been true. Um, he, uh, I've adopted my... You know, the, the Howard Lye gene comes mainly from my granddad, but my granddad, who was a jockey when he was younger, has bought a horse, right, from a second-hand shop. He's bought, like, a, an, an antique horse. But unfortunately, it's one of the horses you get from, like, a Cindy and Barbie kit. And he has it in his front room, and he stares and looks at it quite proudly. So it's both funny and yet tragic at the same time. And nobody has the, the courage to go, Granddad, that's, uh, that's a Ken and Barbie doll horse, because he goes, there, there he is, huh? Uh, we fed him this morning. How so big is it? It's about, it's about that big. It's a tiny little sort of about antique horse. Hot high. Yeah, it's dreadful. Have you got any funny granddad stories? Um, i got some ghost ones. Well, I ghost... Well, and angry. Why are you always eating on air? Don't you have time for breakfast? You wouldn't catch Big Tell eating on air. He t- does eat. I'll tell you what Terry Wogan does every morning. Mentions foodstuffs knowing he's going to set them in. You notice every morning. <sighs> in his first half wow. hour, he'll go, blah, 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 tiddly-dee, muffins, tiddly-bah-bah-bah. Well, that's actually and racist. Then, an hour later, he'll go, oh, we've just had some lovely muffins delivered. Just have you, Terry? Have you, excellent. indeed? Excellent. Good for you. Yeah, I called you up on it, Terry. I'll do it again. Um, the ghost in our house obviously used to work for British Gas because it keeps opening the meter cupboard in the living room. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> my, my pilot light keeps going out. <laughs> I know, as if I haven't got enough troubles. That pilot mean, light keeps going out. That means what you've got to do, you've got to get on a plane and, uh, say hello to a ghost who used to be a pilot and sort him out. Right. Do so that. it just doesn't mean that the guy who came... I have no problems with me, boy, since I moved in. 
December, just before I go away for Christmas, someone comes round to service my boiler, check it's all right, and now I'm having problems with it. You snake. He's an old man, he's an old man, he's an old man in a young band's body. I got a new gas meter this week. He's an old man! <laughs> yeah, just came round and replaced it. I said, what, you're not putting me on one of them pay-as-you-go? Yeah, I, I love the way you put... You, you, that isn't what you said. You went... Because that's what everyone did. You didn't go, you're not putting me. <laughs> everyone does that, don't they? Whenever they've had, like, an altercation with the man, any authority figure... I called him up on it. Yeah, you didn't. Everyone Lucky always he says caught that. me on dungarees Wednesdays. Yeah, Because exactly. I'm more confident when I got me dungies on. It's hilarious. When people, and I says to him, I says, no, you didn't. <laughs> you didn't do any of that. You just... You mumbled, and then you rang up your mates and went, I've just had the gas man round. And then you fabricate a story about what you said to him. He, uh, he interrupted to the sandwich I was having. You've interrupted the sandwich I was having. <laughs> you. Uh, turkey, pickled onion and stuffing sandwich. And I was just... Ju- luckily, I'd just boiled the kettle to make the stuffing. Otherwise, no, no, he no. had to switch me lecky off. I wouldn't have been happy if I couldn't have had my sandwich. Yeah, the fault of your South Ballot's... Uh, it's actually red paint. It's not blood. <laughs> I'm doing Winnie the Pooh. I'm- yeah, well, you can F off an old pal. <laughs> and I says to him, I says, Get out of my house. Someone emailed. And I did strike him five times in the face. He was dead. I cut his body up and I buried it in the <laughs> garden. And then I mowed my lawn, so you can have it and you can have it. You <laughs> <laughs> uh, finished. How's that for jam, I says. Where's that? And then e- I died. <laughs> Bloody nightmare. Still, Wednesdays. Where is that email about someone who said that they had my chicken, cheese and chorizo sandwich? Oh, I had that. And they said that you were a god and yeah. how do you pronounce it? Chorizo. There you go. <laughs> it was a lot longer than that. Yeah. Um, Good, succinct email. <laughs> nice to see. Thank you to Mark in Highbury, who's given us the exact second reference of when Laurel said what he done said. Oh, really? And we've sent Kelly, who is Kelly, this mysterious Kelly, who's has Kelly? gone to get it ready. Ghosts, you say? This is from uh, Greg Morton Smith. Smashing name. Yes. He says, It's not really about a ghost, but I once saw a drunk man arguing with a man he thought was a ghost. It was rather funny seeing a man degrading himself by yelling at someone twice his age, You get away from me, or I'll call the Ghostbusters! He then proceeded to go into a nearby phone box and started looking for the number for Ghostbusters before vomiting all over the book and passing out. Kind of annoying, as I had to ring a taxi that night and there was only one phone book greg in <laughs> 118 mate 118 maybe it was before the days of 118 yes it could have been what was i gonna say something about all that um oh, i had an anecdote did you yeah it's gone about ghosts what was that being sick about being sick in telephones no uh warwick no uh a bloke called greg that you met once who had a double barrel name no it's so- gone you went uh, clay pigeon shooting and then you watched uh, Beaches next to a roaring log fire. Oh, it was something fire. about... Oh, yeah, that was it. Good. Well done. You got there. Beaches! Log <laughs> fire. I ordered Beaches off the internet last night in the Play.com sale. Did you? Yeah. Um, was it about a Thai massage? Got a bit drunk, bought a few DVDs, as you do. Um, I wasn't drunk <laughs> I when got... you left, though. I hadn't, I'd only yeah, had two glasses yeah. of red wine. I just finished the bottle off after and then I had a bit more. Anyway, shut up. Leave me alone. Get out. You, you Shut up. Um... D- Excellent. D- Excellent. <laughs> Danny Wallace was on Celebrity Mastermind this week. Yeah. And did very well, but answering questions on Ghostbusters. There's, there's not. Mm, you can't go on Celebrity Mastermind and answer questions about Ghostbusters, no matter how much you know about Ghostbusters. What, what would you pick as your Should topic? Be vetoed. Oh, you've got to pick something intellectual, haven't you? And something fairly wide ranging. There's only so many questions you can ask about Ghostbusters. Are you allowed football? Um, yeah, you could, you'd have to pick like an era, though. Football Ooh. in the 80s or a club or I'd take the fo- career of. I'd, football in the 90s, I'd take. Football in the 90s? Yeah, I think the, it'd be... The Premier League or...? 
Yeah, I'd probably have to the go Premier for that. League in the night. Be amazing how quickly you come unstuck, though, isn't it? Anything you think, oh, I'm quite good at that, and then what the heck? I think I'd take sandwiches. Yeah, but I imagine you settling into that big black comfy chair. Mm. Just kind of just, I just <laughs> get me not suggested. Hit me, Magnus. Go on, Magnus. He doesn't. Hold do me it on. Next. Bang a bang. Here we go. <laughs> Pizza bread. What is this? <laughs> Are you allowed when you get one right to swivel in that chair? That would be great, wouldn't it? Get across your right and they go, Wee! I don't think you're not Next. allowed to put it that way. Ron and R- Ronnie Rosenthal. Pull that. Woohoo! <laughs> Um, before she moved into a nursing home, says oh, Sam... John, we're having a lovely moment then. And- <laughs> My nan tried to hit a picture hook on the wall with a rolled-up TV times, thinking it was a fly. Nice. Have a little laugh. Hey, Rosalind John, this has nothing to do with ghosts, but I want to join the army. And all my friends and family said they would disown me if I did. Right. What should I do? Well, if you want to join the army, join the army. They're being fools. Mm. My cousin Stu is in the uh, territorial army. It was very funny because my mum was having a bit, well, not a row, but he was having a heat. She was having a heated debate. Um, Sounds like a row. Well, was it a row? No, but it was you know without going into any details. She having a heat- your dad taught you how to row, didn't he? She was uh, having a heated debate. They were having a heated debate. Blah blah blah. It was all going on. And it's my cousin Stu's girlfriend. It's all sorted now. It's all fine. High emotions, blah, blah, blah. No, nothing like that. All fine. And the misunderstanding and yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the middle of this quite heated row, my cousin Stu pulled me to one side and went, so I've uh, joined the territorials? <laughs> that, it was fantastic. There was a, yeah, a genuine kind of row in the background. You could just see he saw me and went, well, I have something I've got to tell him. And he was kind of going... That's what men do, though. Rifles. So, three weeks, that's me. Men do when people are arguing, is they wonderful. just shut themselves away from it. It's like children. It's going, yeah. did you see the game? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. great, isn't it? It's just, but it was, but it's such a fantastic little brag. That was what was wonderful about it. He just kind of, you know, just kind of wandering along, telling oh. me he's, it was really like, lovely in caveman. Do you know they did that in caveman times? Kind of, the women. Kind of, yeah. Ugg. No, I, I wrote, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugg, 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 ugg. Ugg, 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 ugg. Got a new wheel. Yeah. Nice. Pretty tidy. So yeah. it's a one by one. <laughs> <laughs> good one. It's a pretty good joke, that. It should be in a sketch. Wait, what are you doing Wednesday week? Oh. What are you doing? I've not worn these headphones for three weeks and I'm really struggling. I've got quite bushy sideburns at the moment and as, they're itching. As, as has your dad, I understand. Uh, <laughs> yeah. John's dad uh, fell foul of my wit. Yeah, his nickname at work is now Ted. <laughs> since you told everyone that he looked like Ted Bovis. But, but tell the full story, it's quite nice. Well, he just walked into work. The well, day. No. He, he told all his workmates to listen to the show the one week that it, Russell decided to tell that anecdote. Yeah, yeah he and says he went like into work the next morning. <laughs> they all went, "Morning, Ted." <laughs> he goes. He says to all his colleagues, "He goes, have a bang on, uh, did your <laughs> did your radio? Uh, my uh, my boy is a radio DJ, right? Yeah, have it. See ya." With his coins, mate. And then, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's doing a show with some Mender. I don't know. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then it was great because it was the one show where we talked about his gargantuan sideburns. This is a good email that's relevant to what we're talking about. Good. It's from Alice Marples. Do you want to play a song? Oh, I like the s- sound of Alice Marples. Hello, the pair of you. So- I don't know if she's talking to both of us or just your testicles. That hey, come in. Come in. <laughs> Pleasure. Uh, I live in Newcastle. Right, go on, right. I've got me notes out. What next? But I go to university in Glasgow. All right, so you change the voice slightly when you got up there. Not miles away, but no. no short distance either. No. My dad very kindly comes to pick me up and drop no. me back for holidays and such. Maybe it's because he hates you. Uh, this would be quite <laughs> tedious and repetitive and right. probably argumentative journey, except for the fact that I make a CD of your radio shows before we go. Oh, no, that's awkward. What if it's rubbish, man? We listen to it as he drives. That's no. a nice thing, as you really make my dad and me laugh. 
Oh, He's nearly crashed the car on a number of occasions, especially when you are impersonating each other or John's having a moment. Oh, no. And you turn these long, boring car journeys into something special that we both look forward to. Going back up to Glasgow on Friday for Hogmanay, and my dad just asked me if he if I'd made up our CD yet. And oh, I thought I'd God. say thank you because it made me very happy. Hope everyone in the studio and everyone listening had a brilliant Christmas and an excellent New Year. Alice Marbles. Oh, that's properly lovely, that. Very nice. Well, I quite like the idea of them having a crash thing on. Oh, no, right. What happened? This, like, she's blurred, right, and he's obsessed with wheelie bins. <laughs> and he's just lost his man, and I've lost it to him before you know it. I hit that wall. If you're listening now, Mr. Marples, and you're driving, two punks on the horn. Ha, uh, ha, right back at you. Next stop, Newton Abbott. <laughs> now. Oh, yes. So, talking of driving... Clips from the radio. Talking of driving along in cars and flicking the radio on and it suddenly crackling into life and something appearing in your mind and head and swirling around. I'm heading down Exeter Way for a Christmas gig. Which somebody went to and said you were very good and wanted to know whether you were doing four-length touring shows. I'm not, and it wasn't, but it was all right, but thank you. Um... So driving along, Christmas. Driving along. So Christmas time. I'm listening to the Christmas along. CD. I'm listening to it. For some Have reason... A happy... I think, well, give it a break. Okay, I'll, I'll do the radio. You twiddle me about. I flick the radio on. I press four, pre-tuned, radio four. And this occurred. And this comes on. Massive work, though, isn't it? The Life of Picasso, A Life of Picasso, volume three by John Richardson. I don't yeah, remember doing it. work in the sense of the scholarship, quite apart from anything else. We've waited 11 years for this to come along. This is a piece, um, it's rigorous, it's revelatory, mm, 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 it's mm. non-judgmental, mm, but it's absolutely me. unflinching, it's gossipy. Not me. It's, no one knows Picasso better than John Richardson. Probably <laughs> even Picasso didn't know himself so well. John Richardson teases, this is a man who demanded, who broke people that he encountered, mm. and yet yep. he has found this man who is prepared to be so obsessed with his life, and yet stands up to him, spars with him, unpicks his lies. That's you? Yeah. Well, there we go. That was it. And I I tuned in at that end bit, so I didn't even hear that it was a book about Picasso. The first thing I heard was genuinely, and John Richardson's found this man who's obsessed with him, and yet they spar together and he unpicks his lies. And on another journey, you were driving along and then (laughs) put on the radio and then... Who's this gentleman (laughs) flashing dough? Is he somebody we should know? Is he somebody? (laughs) Yes, sir, I'm the Emperor of Lancashire. Hey! It's good music, isn't it? I might play that next week in full. Yes. (laughs) Uh, I probably won't. But that, yeah, Radio 4, I heard that, and uh, now I wish I hadn't. This is from Fob Bobbly, which is a smashing name. Uh, it says, went past a house in Eastfield, which is in Bristol a few days ago, and written in snow spray on the front, it said, the mother-in-law and her broom has finally gone. That's why I love Bristol. I'm Welsh, and I haven't heard a Welsh accent from you guys since your Catherine Jenkins story. All can, right. Can I hear one, she says, yeah? All right. I tell you what, you Andrew, you can listen to Rod Gilbert also on... Welsh uh, accent, is it? Well, Rod Gilbert on uh, BBC Radio Wales, Saturday mornings, I think. Very right. good. Very good. And he's had his teeth done so he can break Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Which was a joke that I've stolen from Alan Cochran, who's also very funny. There's a comedian called Alan Cochran who's going on... He was on, on Soccer AM yesterday. Was he? And mm. he's going on tour, and he's a mate of ours, and he's very good, and uh, you should go and see him. He's very funny indeed. Yeah. What a good thing to do. Who else is good that you could go and see? Um, uh, oh. That's it. <laughs> no, there's all sorts of great people. So, uh, let's uh, read out some emails. Have you got We're going to do live shows, aren't we? We certainly are. And we're going to do a film. 
If you want. Ah! Oh, oh, I nearly dropped the tea. Oh, dear. You better hold that. That was. Oh, oh Adam Hudson doing the shake. <laughs> that was nearly the end that of was, radio that again. Was, that was the Borrow Hudson time. shake. Um, now, yeah. Let's do it. Borrow time, nice. If you live in a town and you <laughs> Very want good. us to do a, live, a, a gig there, yeah. then te- uh, email in. And then the places we get the most emails from, we'll that's do where we'll do gigs. I predict it'll be Manchester. All right. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't know why, I just think it will be. No, I don't think it will be. I think it'll be Leeds. You reckon Leeds? Yeah, and Bristol. Bristol would be a good one. And Nuneaton. Newton Abbott? Yeah. Dear Russell and John, sometimes, this is Ghost again, this is from Helen Pocket, smash your name, two kisses, we'll have... (laughs) Sometimes in the middle of the night, my dog sits bolt upright on the bed, pricks <laughs> her ears, and then barks into the <laughs> darkness at nothing. I'm not sure. Oh, God, sorry. Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. That's disgusting. So, so I really am sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure I believe in ghosts, but I do get a little bit scared. Brackets. Though maybe because we were... We were what? Is that me? No. Good. Because that's... Though maybe because when I'm being burgled, I won't believe her. Which is also a reference to a Bill Cosby bit. Which you should listen to if you're a fan of comedy. Dogs only ever sit up in the bolt uprightness when they've just pumped, and it takes them by surprise. And they've just pumped. I don't think your dog's seen a ghost. I think it's just fired, and it was surprised. That's all. That's a brilliant. Oh, now listen to me quoting comedians left, right, and centre. But it's that wonderful Frank Skinner bit where he does an impression of a dog that's just smelled its own fart. Wonderful. Wonderful. Hours of fun with dogs. I was watching a dog uh, Christmas Day <laughs> uh, on a beach, just running along, chasing a stick. Fantastic. What we was the dog doing? We, <laughs> we, <laughs> <laughs> My favourite joke I've done today. There you go. Ah, oh, God, it was worth a drive. Pleased to be here. 25 past 12. Took a while, but we got there in the end. But the, uh, we've been uh, sent in a quiz question, which was, uh, who uh, is the only player to have won the FA Cup in the 90s? No, the 80s, the 90s, and the 1000s. And we thought maybe Teddy Sheringham, maybe John Barnes. We're trying to figure it out. I think Giggs is an outsider. You think Giggs is a good bet? Uh, As yet, we don't know. Um, Who's knocking around in the 80s? Seaman's a good call. (laughs) (laughs) So is... Never going to stop being funny. Oh, I know what it is. No, you don't. I do. It's Tony Adams. You think? In the 80s? Tony Adams, yeah. Well... Tony Adams... Is a good call, I think. Mm. So we'll see. Uh, the guy that sent us in that uh, email, <clears throat> is that the answer? <laughs> Tony Adams or uh, Ryan Giggs? Interactivity. Yeah. Well, I smell an award. Smells like a Sony. Um, <laughs> no, it's not. No, that's... Oh, is it? oh. oh it's oh, a text message. No, that's... Uh, Unprofessionalism. That's a penis-shaped egg. <laughs> you son of a... Listen, we're struggling with this question, which is, John... Um, what is the meaning? Who has oh. won at the FA Cup <laughs> uh, in the in the 80s, the 90s, and the thousands? We didn't know. And you may, if you're a very uh, keen listener, you'll have noticed when I said this question... Use the word astute. Yeah, astute, if you like. When the question was uh, asked, there was a beep, beep in the background, and that beep belonged to my phone because my brother <laughs> was uh, was texting me, and he has the answer, we believe. Daniel, are you there? I am. How are you doing? How are you rolling? Uh, before we start this, who do you roll with? I roll with yourself, and who do you rock with? I roll with you, baby. Yeah, uh, good. The uh, answer is Dennis Wise. The oh. answer is Dennis Wise. There you go. Don't Chelsea clap 19, your way out of it. Wimbledon. Yep. Chelsea ninety-seven. Chelsea yep. two thousand. There you go. Quite a disgusting little family skit that that you opened with. Made well me done. Feel a little, little bit. So. Russ, wish Lewis Blue happy sixteenth on Wednesday. Yeah. All oh, right. There you go. That's uh, right. Lewis. Lu- yeah, Lewis. Then. That's our cousin. <laughs> bye bye. Are you wearing much. a suit, Dan? 
No, no, I'm actually tired in the room, but that doesn't matter. What, what are you wearing? Well, my, that, oh, slippers, actually. As just well as some trousers <laughs> and a shirt. Just slippers. What else? No, no, and some uh, trousers and a shirt. Because I'm, I'm stiff after football. <laughs> You're so stiff. Yeah. How did you know the answer? Did it come to you? John, I know everything about football stats. Trust me. Why do I think I know your birthday? I'm good with numbers. When's his birthday? Um, he doesn't like personal details. Late September, same day as Olivia Newton-John. Let's say that. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, which implies that you've been bragging about that. Yeah, Olivia Newton-John. I've, I've, I've said it on the show many times. Oi, Rain Man. sat three feet away from me. R- Oi, Rain Man, we want from you five quotes from uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, now. Because it's dull, you twit. It'll hurt more. <laughs> There's your first one. Second. Oh, bloody Nora. Okay. No, it's um, not in there. Her name is Fanny. Ooh, this is old. Right? Come um, on. We were set upon by 10, 12, 15 large <laughs> men. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. There's your second. <laughs> Third. This is you I bullying see, your brother that, on air. In the face of a son, in a young man I see before me. <laughs> there you go, now the fourth. You wouldn't hit a fellow man at the clock. <laughs> there you go, and the fifth. <laughs> I think you need one more, do you? Yeah. Robbie! <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well done. Right, yeah. see you later. Okay, <laughs> see you later. Dan. Oh, he's funny. Right, uh, I can't oh. believe you're giving him Robin. <laughs> That's allowed. <laughs> um, I so- need a quote from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Pee Wee! Fair enough. Do you want a quote from uh, the football yesterday? This is Mark Lawrenson. He looks like a man who's got nits and worms at the same time. <laughs> there you go. Oh, not well as retrieved. good. Not as good as his best ever. Um, well, don't, don't kiss your granny while she's <laughs> shaving. I mean, as if, as if it's going to be seven one. <laughs> what maybe, was that maybe you just six, said? <laughs> I've heard that one before. <laughs> don't don't you, take your feet off the table and give the cheese a chance. Is a better one. Um, there you go, genius. Um, live gigs, Leeds, three volts. Are we going to tell them why we're doing live gigs? Uh, are you? We should really do it, shouldn't we? Now? Do you want to do it now? But, uh, you say it. This what? is tense. Yeah, it was horrible, but we need to do it. So. What do- are we telling them, though? I don't know. Are we telling them what other people think is the truth, or what me and you have agreed? Well, yeah. Let's... Are we preparing for the worst, or are we not? Let's discuss this afterwards. Right. Because this has been fun. Yeah. Yeah. God, jeez, I'm so sorry for people happen. listening. Yeah, I know, that, that's the brutal truth, but... the We uh, know, I thought, I was thinking while well, that's record, all this going on and we've done really well today, it's just been a good show. Yeah. But we need to... has been mentioned. Yeah, but the thing is, there are, there are things in place that, you know, that's the snag, so... We What's can't... in place? That the are you doing Dick and Dom and Ross? No. Well, let's but well to continue that. Yes, but I have to hang out with Dick and Dom in in two weeks' time. Why? Because that's what the uh, that's how it's set, isn't it? You have to hang out with Dick and Dom. I'm continuing the theme. I'm not saying out loud what's going on. Oh, we're using that as an analogy. Yeah. What did Did you you scared me? I thought you'd already booked in. No, no, not at all. Wow. I mean, I might do interviews. I'm not ready to go head to head. Um, but yes, so. What I'm trying to say, in a roundabout kind of way, is that me and John are writing a film together, and we'll be doing live gigs together. The reason being is because the radio show is in the winter of its career, unfortunately. Um, it's which, quite late on in the winter yeah, as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's quite... Sp- it's almost, like, spring. Yeah. yeah. 
But it could be spring next week. Well, see, this is the thing. Or it could be spring in February. Yeah, but who's to say that the uh, the the seasons won't change? But as it stands, it's it's a very cold what winter. What a depressing end. Yeah, I shouldn't really have done show. it, but I need to tell them. But um, you know, I I wanted to to say that. So and that's the so most. So this might be the last ever show. It could be the last ever show, but I think I'm doing it for the next two weeks. So, <laughs> uh, but I don't know because there there's a huge man outside who looks like he's about to throw me out. But so, we've had an email in. I will pass the show on uh, gladly to my friend John, who will continue the show. Email in from Lauren says, Hi, Russell and John. Your show really brightened my day. Oh, yeah, well, um, it was brightened my day immensely. This, and then another, uh, there's an email here from a dog. Um, what are we going to do now? What are we going to talk really about? Know. We should really... Ghosts? Have, yeah, if we can't really talk about ghosts. Um, I, I hate the idea that there's... Because there, we've got about one, fi- two, five three, listeners... Four. Five, six, five. Here seven, it's now. It bloody nine. starts. <laughs> Is that Leslie? Um, nine. Who's that? That's from my girlfriend who says, "Don't do this on air." I told. I, uh, yeah. Oh, I've got one from her coming in. No, I haven't. Uh, pick a number between one and nine, and let's. Uh, <sighs> Eight. <laughs> Read an email. Hello, Russell and John. I've listened to your podcast since August Aww. 2007. Yep. I know you've had a problem getting a wheelie bin where you live. Yep. I buy the amateur god. Oh, I meant to do the Dyson Airblade. We haven't done it for weeks. There's so much. Let's My do mum's that. used one since we last talked about it. Let's do that. I went away for Christmas, stayed just outside Matlock, went into Sainsbury's, Dyson Airblade. In the t- it's as if they knew I was coming. And then I had to wait outside the toilets to see people's faces when they came out. And that is not where people want to see you, outside a toilet in Sainsbury's. Y- um, your, ha- your hands grimaced. It's incredible. I took a picture of it. I've got a picture of it on my phone. Because the last time I wanted to take a picture on, there were other men in the toilets, but I had this toilet <laughs> all to myself. <laughs> That'd be very funny, just somebody outside the toilet just hearing you, just kind of saying, just you and me, toilet, you and me. Afternoon, fellas, Jordan Newcastle. Just wanted to email about my first experience of the Dyson Airblade in a club last night. Come, you find me in a club. Yeah. I heard the noise, I was having a wee, and I heard the noise, and I thought... That's the Airblade. <laughs> That's no ordinary hand dryer, and I was so excited. We had, a li- we had a little... Did we talk about the toilet adventure we had this morning? On air? Oh, we didn't tell them on air. Well, we had a little toilet adventure, didn't we? Well, we did have a bit of toilet fun this morning. I, and uh, I, uh, me and John spent the entire day together yesterday. We spent the entire day together. Uh, pretty much when the entire... You were oh, stop it! Let me tell the story. <laughs> pretty much the entire story, and uh, the entire day, and it was lovely, and we wrote the uh, beginnings of the script of our film. Uh, which is going to be very funny. Um, two men in a bin. Two men in a bin, of course. <laughs> and I came in this morning and heard the unmistakable noise of John having a dump. <laughs> and I thought to myself... Didn't. I finished. You <laughs> out, damn spirit. I thought, that's John, I thought. And I didn't hear his voice. I just heard... <laughs> like that. And I went, uh, I know that noise. So, I uh, so, sort of... Uh, swished into my cubicle. I didn't go into the same one and just flipped my BBC pass over into his uh, cubicle and I just heard him go, oh, very good! <laughs> and, then, and then clap. And then he went, you took a chance. <laughs> I could have been anyone. I could have been a security guard. <laughs> and I went, yeah, but I heard you straining. And I wasn't straining. And all, all this whilst I'm dropping. And then, just as I finish, there was a beautiful arc as a sodden tissue came over and hit me on the head. But that was not before I'd already dropped my pass in my toilet. Which is now unusable. Not that that matters. <laughs> I'll sign you in, mate. Or maybe it does. Maybe it does matter. Maybe, twice more. maybe yeah. it does matter. This is for us to to figure out. But it's time to play. Needless to say, 
This may may be the last time you ever hear me, but it won't be the last time you'll hear me and John working together in the future. Do enjoy this tune. Uh, oh yeah, download, oh, download the last ever podcast. Yeah, download the last ever podcast. This is Boops Here to Go by Sly and Robbie. See ya. BBC Six Music.